0: segment that we call happy facts we bring in our two favorite happiness contributors back is chris libby hello glad to have you here bud Uh, We've also got Paula Phelps joining us. Hey. And what we do in this segment is we take our favorite facts from the world of positive psychology that we've discovered this week, share them and talk about them a little bit. And then Paula takes these facts, gives you the research uh, behind them a little bit more in depth, and puts them in a blog that you can find on livehappy.com, which is fun for everybody. So let's start with...
1: Chris Libby's. My fact this week is uh, regular exercise provides positive emotional benefits, especially in older adults.
0: See, I knew like when I work out, I feel better and yeah. I feel kind of cool about it, but... If I'm older, like the if I wait to exercise for another ten years, it's going to be even better. Uh, pro- yeah, probably. <laughs> and, uh, the
2: you reason just have to survive those ten years. Wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: it's going to be tough. The reason, well, I mean, exercise obviously benefits across all age groups, mm-hmm. um, but it really has that greater benefit for the people from 45 to 64 years old. They have, um, it's here, 25 percent less likely chance to report daily stress. Hmm. They uh, have a 40. less likely chance to uh, develop depression, and in the 65 and older crowd, uh, if they exercise 30 minutes three times a week, they have a 32% more likely chance to have a higher level of optimism about their life.
0: That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I can give you an example of this in action. My father-in-law is above the age of 60, and prior to him getting super into bicycles, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he was a depressed guy, but he was a lot more pessimistic that, ah, the country's going to, you know, in a handbasket. Mm-hmm. He got into bicycles after he moved. Ever since then, he's been the most positive guy, compassionate, all these different things. It's really affected his mood for the better.
1: Well, I bet, because when you release those endorphins, when you... uh exercise it just makes it release that stress relieves that stress and uh that's really that the main key in there i think is the stress relief um and also you get that greater benefit when you're older because we deteriorate as we age and unfortunately and our metabolism slows down so um, you have the greater impact from the exercise.
0: I thought maybe it was because he's lost a lot of weight, and now all the ladies at the SOCOP are like, hello, <laughs> sir. Uh, but, do you agree with Chris, though, that the, the endorphins and, the, and, and all of that are, are making a, a big bigger impact on the older people?
2: Yeah, that has a huge effect on us, like the endorphins that it releases, and, and we, we do get more energy. And In fact, exercise has been shown to be more closely tied to health than either diet or smoking in older adults. So that's I found very very interesting that it's it's that much stronger for us and and so I do I think a lot of it is because there is a greater room for improvement um there's a lot of evidence how we do decline both physically and emotionally we we slow down we're we're less connected and now we're doing these things that are connecting us with other, others, connecting us with ourselves and how we feel, and it really causes that you know upward spiral spiral to uh, make us feel better.
0: There's really a, a market here then for the local parks and rec departments to offer you know, like senior exercise classes or senior softball leagues well, they or have
2: those silver sneakers programs. You see those. Yeah. Everywhere, and and those are hugely popular, and you can see why.
1: My grandfather, who's 90 years old, I may have talked about him before. Uh, The Palm Beach Post just ran a uh, story about him. Um, He's 90, and he still works every day and complains that he's getting his hours cut, but he's uh, (laughs) outdoors, in the sun. He's a mechanic, and that has kept him going. also keeps the mind sharp, too.
0: On to our second fact, and since we just talked about uh, working and and older folks, this goes right in with it. Paula says, "What? What is your fact, Paula?"
2: First, I say thanks for the wonderful segue, Chris, because this is perfect. (laughs) Because it turns out that exercise isn't the only thing that affects you differently as you get older, and work does too. And I found this really interesting. It was in the Journal of Happiness Studies, and it found that younger workers, and we'll say 30 and Below uh, who are new to the workforce, they find their greatest satisfaction just as in their wages and how much they're earning. Whereas older workers, the older we get, the more um, the attitudes at work, the more positivity at work influence us just as much as our wages. So we value a positive workplace just as much as we value that paycheck.
0: A couple of things. Number one, I think you picked 30 arbitrarily because you knew that would include me in there. Um,
2: well, it was it was actually in the study. They talked about like <laughs> 30 and younger felt like this, and it was like, really?
0: Well, as this show originally airs, uh, I've only got two more days, so I don't have to worry about it. Then I'll be fine. Then I'll value what uh, the old folks the value. Yeah. Uh, but it, that's it's interesting to me, and I'm not... Di- Dismissing the study completely uh, or at all, but what I've what I've always heard from us darn millennials, my age, is that we value the positive environment and the fun stuff and the you know the ping pong table in the conference room and all this stuff that you'd expect to find in the Google offices uh, more than we value anything else. But this study says that's not true.
2: Yeah, it really looked at the wages as being the primary driver, and what they were saying is at that age they haven't settled into their preferred career. They you're mm. still trying to find what you want to do and where you're going to land, whereas when you're older, you've settled in, you know, this is my path, this is what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, and so you expect a little bit more, you start getting maybe a little bit more demanding in, in what you get from that environment.
1: <laughs> and I wonder, because at that age group, you're a lot of times you're struggling and you're trying to make ends meet, you've got student loans to pay, you, yeah. you really... Money is a big factor.
0: I wanted to make a joke about student loans, but it's so serious and so real. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, when you're older, you're, you know, you're
1: more established. Possibly you're married. You have a dual income. Uh, Life is different. Uh, Yeah. So I bet that plays into it.
0: No, I think that's a really good point because. Like you said, I can remember just myself, even five years ago, uh, I was making less than I make right now, um, but I was more concerned with what my paycheck was. I like I I calculated it every two weeks so like okay i'm gonna have this i'm gonna do this and i need to find a way to get more i've got to go do this thing got to go do this thing and yes i'm making significantly more than i made then but it's whatever Nah, i know what's coming something uh, some amount of money is coming and i'm gonna be fine i've got mm-hmm. a savings account now uh that's actually got money in it so i'm less worried about these things i'm more concerned with um you know who i'm working with and and what the atmosphere is there yeah does that make any sense at all paul
2: it makes perfect sense to me. You. <laughs> <laughs> You're lining up with a study, so way to go. Yay! So
0: let's move on to our final fact, and this fact is maybe slightly dubious, but it was an interesting study. Smiling baseball players tend to live longer. Mm-hmm. And it's not just because they are playing baseball and therefore are relatively healthy. It was a study that was done on baseball players from 1952. They took their baseball cards and gauged what kind of smile they were showing in the baseball card, rated from no smile to partial smile, all the way up to Duchenne smile, which we've talked about on this program before, which is the full-on true expression of joy. You get the crow's feet in the corners of your eyes, all that. And they found that those who produced the Duchenne smile lived longer Mm -hmm. than those who put out a partial smile or no smile at all. And they equated this idea with that they were experiencing more joy in the prime of their lives. Therefore, they were able to live longer. Now, one snapshot of a person is, again, somewhat dubious because maybe the day they came with the baseball card uh, company, that guy had a bad day. He found out he was cut or he found out he's got to move positions but overall, they found out that the guys as Libby practices his Duchenne smile, uh, the guys who smiled more or were experiencing more joy at the time, ended up living longer. Yeah, there's a ton of research on the
1: Duchesne smile, and when you are practicing it, and more times out of out of well nine times out of ten. And I don't know where that number came from. I just made it up. But most of the time when you're doing it, it's it's an authentic smile. And that means you're authentically enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you live your life that way, uh, you have less stress, like we've talked about earlier. Um, And it it does improve. That's why I like this study so much because – and we've talked about it before um, in the magazine. It's come up. Martin Seligman mentions it in his book Flourish. Um, It's a perfect example of, you know – this kind of thing of a positive emotion which the dude Shane, uh, smile it, it demonstrates that leads to longer life mm-hmm. and it it they would they say like 7 years yeah yeah it, it wasn't was. insignificant
2: yeah. that's what i found interesting is mm-hmm. it's it wasn't a small number i mean 7 years across the board that that's a pretty significant Leap.
0: And the other thing that, that I found interesting from the study was that they did—they couldn't really prove whether these guys were prompted to smile or if they just did it when the camera was on, because mm-hmm. it's kind of the natural reaction now. When hey, camera, oh hi, smile. Yeah. Uh, unless you're my grandpa who never smiled in any picture in his life. Ever or like Honus Wagner, or like yeah, Honus Wagner was just like,, uh, but he lived
1: in his eighties so. yeah
0: well, maybe he was he was authentically happy, just not the day the tobacco company came to make his <laughs> baseball cards, uh, but the idea was that even if they were prompted to smile, if they were able to express that joy when prompted, mm-hmm. it means they must have been living it, so they felt like that was kind of a, a variable that didn 't need to really be considered in the in the study, uh, mm-hmm. as it related to longer life, I, I just found that very interesting as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, th- those are true feelings, and when you have, and when you're living your life in those positive, uh, in that positive way with positive emotions, you have higher energy. You have, uh, you're more calm. Uh, you have more pep.
0: So, I mean, all of those things contribute. And just based on his career and the way things are going on the broadcast of the World Series, I think it's clear David Ortiz is going to live
2: forever. (laughs) Yeah.